are listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. It is time for the Diamond District Bonus Hour on this final Tuesday of January. Thanks so much for being with us. We are Miller and Moulton. Kicking it around, making the transition. Yes, having to talk about the entire sports scene. I know. I know. We could right now play college basketball trivia. Who's the number one team in the country? Huh? Huh? Chukon. Yeah. Women, South Carolina, they're unbeaten. They're 19 and 0. Yeah. And they've beaten everybody by 60. All right. How many Florida teams, male and female, are ranked in the top 25? Answer one, the FAU men. That's it. Huh? Yeah, just there, there you go. Little, little, little trivia about a sport. You can win a bar bet or two, and then uh, you have to start paying attention soon. Thursday, it's February, and the, well, you know, then it's only a month away from when you really start paying attention. I feel that with sports gambling being as big as it is now, brackets have taken a backseat. You know, I mean, every sports talk show in the country was about your brackets and the standings and all those kinds of things for March Madness. I, I, I feel like that has taken a complete back seat because of sports gambling, and that's okay. We have to do brackets, though, right? Are we going to do brackets, the three of us? Can you guys well, do that for me? That's all I ask. Of course. Okay, great. I mean, what we try to do is actually have a bracket on our website and have a promotion and get a sponsor and all that. So if and, you're looking to sponsor a bracket promotion, it's right. available. And then what the hell get, isn't? And then you get thousands of people who you know participate, and it's really cool. And then, of course, you then have to have the elimination bracket when after the first weekend, uh, our picks all suck. There's like 18 of you that filled out a good-looking bracket. So then we have to have another you know one for the rest of us. I do have a question for the two of you, because I am not gambling via the hard rock app how many parlays how many player props i should say how many player prop bets do you guys do oh david i look at i haven't made a bet in a long time because i don't have money to gamble there's a there's a key right. thing about gambling you have to have money it i don't really, have any really do okay well trent doesn't have any yeah and i can't do what he does he sacrifices his ramen noodles, okay, so he can place that $3 bet on an Oklahoma City NBA game. I'm curious, Trent, how often do you bet player props? Honestly, you know, like the, most the, of what I do is player props, David. Actually. Really? Yes. I love the player props. I love doing LeBron's points, rebounds, assists, over, under. I love doing the first goal scorer. I love doing over one and a half touchdowns for this quarterback. That kind of stuff is what really keeps me invested because sometimes when you don't have a rooting interest as far as who wins the game, that really keeps you invested. And that's why I have suggested to you, David, that you and I have a mutual bank account, the Miller and Moulton account. And I have suggested that we put some money in the Hard Rock app and completely parlay and prop the hell out of it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Finish the show oh, every man. day making one bet. There you go. One bet. I mean, we can make more than that, but. So Trent 
has his play of the day, which he does in our 7 o'clock hour. Miller and Moulton can have their bet of the day. Or the parlay of the day because Pick you can put the them day, together. Whatever the, right. Here's the problem, though. We don't agree on anything. So, you know what? One day we're going to go with my pick. Next day we're going to go with your no, no, pick. No, no, no. Here, how about this? How about this? You each give one. We parlay them together. I'll put them in the Hard Rock app. I'll tell our listeners what the odds are. So you take Mark's bet, David's bet, parlay them. It's now plus 470. And then we'll see who's hits and who's doesn't every single day. You're actually saying that, like, we'll each get our pick of the day right at the same time. Oh, it's only one. You might. You guys would surprise yourselves. You're you're a lot sharper than you think. You guys have had a good year on your picks. (laughs) Don't you love it when the young person in the room is like, you know, you two old guys, you're, you're really, you're not as clueless as you think. No, you got. I'm saying no, with your that's picks. just how it sounds. You know, that's that's. Trust me, my daughter sounds that way talking to her parents all the time. Okay, translation. You're not nearly as big a moron as sometimes I say you are, and mostly you think you are. You guys have been good on your picks. We've been decent. You know, like I went one for two last night. I took the two home teams and the points and. The nationally ranked college basketball games. Vatek did not cover. Texas did. Albeit by just a half. But hey. And there's a lot of them tonight. Yeah, see? There's a lot of ranked. College basketball's got a pretty decent slate tonight. A lot of ranked teams on the road. Now, see, Trent, this is something that Miller and Moulton will do. All right? We would, just for the heck of it, take a look at the slate tonight and say, you know what? Give me all the home unranked teams. $2 a bet. Let's go. Well, that's the thing I've got to be able to wrap my head around, is that I lost a lot of money gambling basketball uh, before I was married, so let's, right. let's go 12, 13 years ago. I got – I lost a lot of money, way more than I should have been gambling – and I really love the action. The problem is, is that a five or a ten dollar bet is an action to me. It should gotcha. be. It it well, should it should be enough. Well, how about this? You were just doing that privately, so you know you needed your own quote unquote action. Could the action be that we're doing this publicly? It could and, be. And so our egos, reputation. Um, credibility is that's where we're getting the action from because I was it may be because I don't know if I have if I can get that back because yesterday I was in my real estate office and you know the guy that I work with and he's just going through the hard rock app going ah hockey game tonight six and a half I'll take the under now he lost on it but he can just look at a game and just fire without hesitation I don't know if I I see the problem is I'm like Fred Flintstone. Bet, 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 bet. I don't know if I can stop. I'm able to turn off. I can turn off the swearing bug for four hours. I can turn off the drinking bug if I need to. Food and gambling, they are really, really difficult for me to shut off when I turn them on. Quick sidebar. Did you see the meme that was going around yesterday? I forget which, you know, show it was. I don't know if it was Family Guy or what have you. And they said it's Dan Campbell playing blackjack. And it's, you know, 10, hit me, 13, hit me, 18, hit me, 21, hit me, yep. 30, hit me. Okay, right. So, 
That's the real estate guy you work for, by the way. You know, he just boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. But like tonight, K-State at home, unranked. Oklahoma on the road, ranked. K-State's actually a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Ohio State tonight at home against ranked Illinois. Illinois a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, that's screaming upset. Yeah. That's Villanova. They're favored. Yeah, I have no idea how Villanova's favorite. They're falling apart like a cheap suit. All right. They're talking about Kyle Neptune may not make it to year three. And yet Villanova's a a one-and-a-half-point favorite tonight at home against top 10 Marquette. But Georgia Tech tonight. Remember, see, Duke's on the horizon here. Carolina's won how many in a row? Eight, ten? I mean, they are on a roll. They're at Georgia Tech tonight. Georgia Tech's getting eight and a half. So if we were doing this, we'd play two bets tonight. We'd take Georgia Tech and the eight and a half, and we'd take Kansas State and lay the three and a half. Yeah, then well, you're not going to take the Buckeyes and the two and a half? Oh, I'm sorry. And the Buckeyes and the two and a half. So that would be our, you know, our triple play. There's a will. three-team parlay right there. Right there. I can have money. I, I can have this bet done in minutes. Oh, I, I mean, it, it's just a couple of buttons and I'm firing. And, you know, we'll, once again, we'll bet every day how much Trent makes. Seven bucks. Not an hour, by the way. That's what he makes per show. He's like Brock Purdy. That's all right. I think Trent's fired four bets during this segment. He hasn't. He, once the Hard Rock app came up, a smile was on his face, his hand was on his phone, and he's ready to go. How many bets did you just fire? Well, I just deposited ten dollars. <laughs> I have Which, I'm, five I'm, plays. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Over <laughs> under three bets. How many over. bets? Over. I'll stretch that to an over, but it'll probably be four or five. It won't be a. I'm not doing ten one dollar bets. Fantastic. It'll be fantastic. Love that. Put $10 on my account. How many bets? Over under three and a half. Oh, over. For sure. People over. wondering why these things are going to make money. Right. Yep. And just, you know, imagine if you know, Supreme Court takes up the case and the decision goes a certain way, how much money is going to be generated. Anyway. So, all right. I'm game. I'm game. Now, I will say this, though. If we start making prop bets, like the night Lucas scored 73, I guess his point rebound assist over under was 44 and a half. And like one tout said it was his play of the day under. Oh, geez. Yeah, 44 and a half. He talked about how he had done against Atlanta and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think it was rebounds and assists. It was like points and one of the other two. Over, under 44 and a half. It was his play of the day, under. Right. 73? 73 points. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, as a big LeBron fan, that is the most fun bet to take when you're just watching a player you love. Over, points, rebounds, assists. Take the over every time because you're just watching him out there and anything he does works towards your bet. Right. Unders are no fun. No. They're winning the whole time, but unders are no fun. I get it. Well, listen, like for the longest time in hockey, you bet the under. There was no goal scoring in the NHL for a long time. There's starting to be in the last few years some goal scoring again. That's actually one you got to think about from time to time. But, I mean, with the scoring that's going on in the NBA right now, and I know that Vegas makes adjustments, 
but how could you take the under on an NBA bet right now? I mean, for goodness, the Mavs in Orlando scored 260 points last night in regulation. 131-129. The over-unders are getting in the 240s. I don't know. I'm just letting you know, A, if we start making those bets, then we officially have a problem, and uh, especially the player prop bets. You just can bet you know. on everything, by the way. Oh, I you know. You thought the coin toss was silly at the Super Bowl? You can bet on whether or not the over, or excuse me, the point total is odd or even. Hey, look, at, I'm just waiting for the ECHL betting to open up. I can bet American Hockey League. I can't bet the coast, and that's that's a problem. Miller and Moulton, we're opening our count. Here we go, people. Oh, boy. Miller and Moulton, the live betting account starts tomorrow. Tune in. The bonus hour brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Our remaining moments on this Diamond District Tuesday. Miller and Moulton, thanks for being with us. So, um, are you are you ready? Are you enthusiastically ready? You're going to start paying attention now to the, the NBA. You know, you pay attention to the NHL faithfully from day one. You know, you're going to dive into the NBA or you're still going to wait till after the All-Star break, which is another, oh boy, I think a couple of weeks. I will probably wait. I'll watch more college hoop than I will NBA hoop. That's just the way I am. I'll I'll read my scores and my updates in the morning and keep up to date with it that way. But let me ask you a question. What was it? Uh, the Timberwolves and OKC played, right? They're, they're top two teams in the West. Yeah. One, both, or neither make it to the conference final. Ooh. Because that's um, what I mean, you know, neither. when you guys start getting into the NBA, this is why it's hard for me because right. the players don't give a damn about the regular season. Correct. We got Oklahoma City and the T Wolves right now as the top two teams in the neither. West. Neither. Yeah, thank I'll, you. I'll say one. I'll have faith in one of them. And I think I'm leaning Timberwolves. At I just some think point, right now, when you look at the West, who's going to beat the Nuggets in a series? Frankly, who's going to beat the Clippers? So the Clippers, the Clippers started off Trent like three and seven. The Clippers have the best record since I think acquiring Harden. I believe the Clippers have the best record in the league. Not only that, amazingly, knock on wood, this probably won't continue. Harden hasn't missed a game since being acquired. Kawhi's missed two all year. Paul George has missed like five. And that's the key that I think, and I hate I hate being this guy, but Someone's not going to be healthy in the playoffs. Probably it's, not. It's true every year. So Probably not. But so far, they're healthy, and they're the most efficient that all three players have been. Harden hasn't been this efficient since 2012. Kawhi hasn't been this efficient since 2014 when he was MVP of the finals You know, with the Spurs the year before. And Paul George is having the best shooting year he's had in a long time. I mean, they're all playing at the top of their games. They're playing – and they're blending together as a unit. That's going to be a really tough out, and they're deep. And Russ isn't hasn't been this happy since probably his right. MVP time in OKC. Right, because he loves living in L.A. and playing in L.A. It's where he grew up. I mean, the Clippers and the Nuggets, Mark, it's difficult for me to pick anybody else except those two. Now, who knows? They could end up playing one another in those. I, and I got you. And that, that's why, But it's why I asked the question. 
it's hard to get excited about a regular season when the two best teams in what's the better conference, most people don't think we'll get to the conference finals. This is how uh, much of a goober I am. My favorite NBA storyline right now, and I can't believe I'm going to say this publicly. So Tyrese Halliburton of the Pacers has had an unbelievable season thus far. But two, three weeks ago, he slipped and he strained his groin. And I mean, he did the split in the lane. I mean, everybody went, and they were fearful it was going to be a really bad injury. If Tyrese Halliburton were healthy the rest of the year, he would easily finish on the All-NBA first, second, or third team. Well, the way the NBA does their contracts, if you're signed long-term and you're All-NBA first, second, or third team, your contract gets bumped up to another level. It's kind of like being in a teacher's union and you go and further your education And now instead of getting paid at a bachelor's level, you get paid at a master's level and they bump up your salary. They reward you for becoming better educated. The NBA rewards their players for making the all NBA first, second and third teams. Mark Halliburton's under contract for five more years. If he makes an all NBA team, it's worth $41 million to him. 41 million. Here's the catch. They have the new rule this year in the NBA. Yep. You're not eligible for anything unless you play at least 65 games. So, like, right now in the NBA, the NBA is just mesmerized by who's going to win the MVP. Honestly, they talk about it year-round. It's like promoting the Heisman in August. The NBA is fascinated with but their, audi- the their audience is fascinated by it, yes, too. They, I, I, they talk about it, but it's with good reason yes. because the audience of the NBA loves this award. It's the last right. award left in sports that the fan base cares about it as much as the media in the sport cares about it. Here's the problem. Right now, who would win the MVP? Embiid. I think he can only miss like five games the rest of the year. Well, he's missing on average of like every four games. So he's going to not be eligible for the MVP. Mark Halliburton, because of the injury, now there he's expected back, I think, tonight. Hey, David, I just I just did the math on this real quick. The Pacers have played 47 games. So they have 35 left. Halliburton's played 34. So he can only miss whatever that is. That's yes, four games. Like four, four, four games. games. Four games the rest of the year. And it's it's no big deal or anything. It's only a $41 million clause. It's no big deal. But it's literally, Mark, I'm more fascinated right now with is Tyrese Halliburton going to play enough games? Because if he does, he's going to make an all-NBA team. I mean, he's had like six games this year with 20-plus assists and no turnovers. I mean, he's playing at an unbelievable level. By the way, hats off to our old producer, Felipe. He said at the beginning of the year the surprise team in the league was going to be the Indiana Pacers. I do want to bring that up and give him some credit. But Mark, honestly, I, I'm right now because these guys, nobody's playing hard, and this, I don't care. I just, you know, want the Knicks to make the playoffs, and then you know. But otherwise, seriously, I'm following how many games Tyrese Halliburton is playing. It's a forty-one million dollar trivia question. By the way, David, isn't this the exact reason that Jalen Brown got paid as much as he did because he made the All NBA second team last season? Right, and they had to One extend guy, him. A, 
a couple years ago, one guy missed being on the All-NBA third team by one vote. One vote. It cost him $32 million over the length of his contract. Now, think about that. The media votes on this. Think about the burden that's on the media. I, Many of the NBA media have said this is very uncomfortable for them. We don't want player salaries determined by our votes. Like, we'll vote for – they're like, I got no problem voting for MVP. But this whole All-NBA team, you know, I mean, we're – we're costing franchises $40 million or costing players $40 million bucks. I don't know that the media should have that burden. I don't know how the league let the media have that burden. I know. That's the part of this that's fascinating. I mean, they don't – they want the media to do their job, but they don't want them to – they would ne- – They're influencing think- the cap and all that. Yes. And the payroll and the hierarchy. I'm with you 100%. Which then leads to trades because you match contracts. I mean, the power that the media has in this is is staggering. And that they didn't necessarily ask for, by the way. Right. Logic Man in our Twitch chat room goes, how long before we get guys checking in for a few seconds to have been played the game go back to the bench? I think we'll see a lot of that. A lot of that in March and April. For millions of dollars? But then the team... Well, the team's not going to do it because right. they don't want all of a sudden Jimmy Butler to go from making $34 million to $41 million. Why? To check him in for 10 seconds? Are you serious? No, and then, But close. then you're going to get an upset player because he's not playing the games. He's going to say, I want to play. They're going to say load management. Oh, this is sticky. I know. Sticky, Look sticky, 41 sticky. $41 million, Mark, over the length of the contract. He's got four or five years left after this one. It, I mean, and the, the escalators are right there. I mean, it's black and white. If he makes an all NBA team this year, that's 41 extra million on his contract. And he can only miss four games the rest of the year. And by the way, he deserves that money. He's earned it. He's played his way to earn that kind of money. The problem is he's not going to get it unless he meets well, the criteria. And does, he co- and does he come back early from an injury because he's thinking about 41 million as opposed to what's best for the injury? And if so, that would be a crying shame. You guys are exactly right. This is a mess. Trent, would you show up for work every day for $41 million? Absolutely. You're damn right. Couldn't get there fast enough. Right. Could not get there fast enough. Even if you're making $200 million over five years, $40 million bucks in Indianapolis, that goes a long way. Welcome to the Bonus Hour, brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. 22 minutes until the top of the hour, 16 until we're out of here. The final Tuesday of the month, Diamond District Bonus Hour of Miller and Moulton. Thanks so much for being with us. Diamond District, why the hell would you go there? Anything coming up that you might need to get some jewelry for? Hmm, let's see. Is Valentine's Day close? Right around the corner, David. Huh. I'll be damned. Right around the corner. It's been a good place to go to in the past. I mean, you know, you won Christmas by going to the Diamond District. I mean, if you want to win Valentine's Day, it's not a bad place to visit. A lot of people pop the question on Valentine's Day. I guess so. I wouldn't want to be that guy. No, not at all. 
Not at the sporting event, not on the big holiday. No. Well, because, you know. Got to be your own man. In today's day and age, too, you got to make a big post about, or you might not, but she will, about the proposal. And if you're that guy that did it on Valentine's Day, it seems a little forced. I could see you doing it at a Lions game, Trent. Oh, I 100% would do it at a Lions game. <laughs> It'll be amazing when you're proposing to that young lady from Appleton, Wisconsin at Alliance Packers game at Lambeau. At Lambeau. <laughs> there it are will. certain things I won't do. There are they'll be, yelling, I won't they'll be yelling, don't do it. Right. Her family will be there. You'll be sitting in her family seats. His dad okay. will be completely you, drunk. You will have asked for permission beforehand. Okay. Yep. Old yep. man's doing keg stands in the parking lot. Yep. There are certain lines I won't cross. Okay. Okay. All right. He's yep. so, they're so cute at this age, David. Uh, aren't it's, they? it's amazing. It's amazing it, that you know he thinks that you know he's in control of the situation. You know that's 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 cute. It is. It's time for someone to take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with today was the day when. Eighteen thirty-five. We start today. History was almost made. It was, but not as big as it could have been, thankfully. Because Richard Lawrence misfires at President Andrew Jackson. It was the first attempted assassination of a U.S. president. Wow. We started early in our nation's history trying to kill our leaders, didn't we? 1873, Around the World in 80 Days by Jules Verne is published. 1924, at the Winter Olympics... Big day today, David. The first curling medal was won. Oh, my goodness. Great Britain winning the first curling medal, pounding France. What year was this? 24. 1956, Elvis records blue suede shoes. Hey, did you like what Fox did coming out of break early in the game? Lions are up either 7-0 or 14-0. And they did the, in this day, in 1957. Yes. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, I emailed uh, Zions and Russo, the direct, the producer and director, and said, oh, that was outstanding. My daughter thought it was like, what? what is this? What What are they, yeah. the, the, this is weird. Things were weird. 1958, Major League Baseball Commissioner Ford Frick announces that coaches and players will vote on the All-Star Game, not fans. It wouldn't be until 1970 when the fan vote returns. And it was done strictly for sponsorship, I think. I think they got Gillette to sponsor it. 1961, Patsy Cline had the number one song with I Fall to Pieces. 1969, the Beatles performed their last gig, a 42-minute concert on the roof of Apple Corporation. Of the Apple Record Corporation. Where was that? In like Frisco? Where was that? No, uh, in London. Oh, it was in London? Okay. You can see most of it on that Disney Plus Get Back. Or a lot of it. They put a a decent amount on that. Erno Rubik patents this little cube today in 1975. Have you ever done it? No. No. I mean, I, mean I played with it. I could, I've gotten three sides, but never the whole thing. Yeah, it just, and then somebody will grab it and do it in three seconds. Yeah, I know. You just want to punch them in the mouth. The Larry King Show debuted today in 1978 on radio. Rapid City, South Dakota. Hello. 
By the way, coming up, Secretary of Defense will discuss the Middle East. After that, John James, are UFOs real? It was an amazing show. They could go from just the most serious things to, so you're saying you're seeing UFOs. Yes, and I'm seeing Martians. Thank you for the call. Today in 1982, Wilfred Benitez defeated Roberto Duran in 15 at Caesars Palace in one of the great fights of all time. That's after Sugar Ray had beaten Benitez in the late 70s in 15 rounds to take his title away from him. Oh, the middleweights. Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, Benitez, Duran. And I think these were, were these welterweights in 82 or might even been... Were they lightweights even? I mean, man. Yeah, exactly. Just, oh, between because Duran fought in so many different weight classes. Well, he kept eating. I mean, how, how could you not be a fan? Today in 83, Super Bowl 17, Washington 27, Miami 17. John Riggins, your MVP at the Rose Bowl. Joe Theismann saving the day. I think it was Kim Bocamper, the screen pass, and he batted it up in the air, and he was about to intercept it at the five-yard line, and Theismann dives in and bats the ball away from him. 94, Super Bowl 28, Dallas destroys Buffalo 30-13. to Emmett's your MVP at the Georgia Dome. That was uh, the Bills' last of their four straight Super Bowl appearances. Magic comes out of a, what, five-year retirement today in 96. Would go 19-8-10 in a 28-118 win over Golden State. And today in 2000 at Super Bowl 34, the Rams defeat Tennessee 23-16 at the Georgia Dome. Kurt Warner, your MVP. One yard shy. FDR, former Michigan coach Bump Elliott, Payne Stewart all born today. Gene Hackman's 94. Dick Cheney's 83. Former Mets manager Davey Johnson's 81. Phil Collins is 73. Curtis Strange, friend of the show, 69 years old today. And Christian Bale is 50. What did I miss, David? Actually, a lot happened today. A lot happened today. And not a lot of it good. Uh, Hitler becomes Chancellor of Germany today in 33. Bloody Sunday in Northern Ireland was today in 72. Martin Luther King Jr.'s home was bombed today in 56. I mean, Gandhi was assassinated today in 48. Skipped I all mean, of those. I literally, I'm like, do, do I need man, to? Man. <laughs> I started writing goodness. a couple of these down. I'm like, do I really need to bring this up? I'll yeah. let Moulton do it. Mark's like, well, you know, all-star voting changed on this day. Exactly. I mean, and you talked about that we tried to kill Andrew Jackson today in 1835. Not only that, they executed King Charles today for treason in 1649. Man, remind me to stay indoors on January 30th. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, one lighthearted moment. Mock. Go ahead. Sorry. No, my bad. The Lone Ranger debuted on Detroit Radio today in 1933. Huh. There you go. You've heard folks elsewhere mock Florida is gonna Florida. Well, Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark? 
for the good today, we go to Arizona, where a man was out kayaking and diving with his family in the Salt River, and he found a wallet. It was lost in 1995, and he was able to return it to its owner. I didn't get my wallet back. Hey, you didn't lose it on a river in 1995 either. Everybody's getting their wallet back except me. Both his Sears and J.C. Penny credit cards were still in the wallet, along with his driver's license. That's fantastic. Took a few months, but they connected with the owner via social media and were able to return the wallet, be it a few years after it was lost. For the bad, we go to Lee County, where police were able to stop a street racer on Saturday evening on Fiddlesticks Boulevard in Fort Myers. After pulling over and getting the driver to pull over, two men were detained, the owner of the vehicle who wasn't driving, and 26-year-old Matthew Rigaud, who was bombed. Nothing like street racing while being completely inebriated, Oh and good to know you had a pocket full of cocaine with you as well. Oh. Enjoy well, jail. And for the ugly, we go to Polk County, Florida, where Craig Hillenberg used to be the assistant principal at Lincoln Avenue Academy. Uh-oh. But he was driving the wrong way down I-4 early Sunday morning. He passed a trooper before the trooper turned around and gets to try to gets him to try to pull over. Finally, Florida Highway Patrol had to produce a maneuver to get the driver off of the road and arrest him. This just in: alcohol and drugs may have been involved. What? And that is the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, January the thirtieth, twenty twenty-four. Well, as you would expect, a huge night of college hoops. Uh, you know, the Big 12 seems to always have, you know, two ranked teams facing one another. Texas Tech at TCU tonight, 7 o'clock on the deuce. That is the only matchup tonight of ranked teams. But Carolina, Georgia Tech, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Carolina getting ready for Duke on Saturday. 7 o'clock. Peacock, Illinois at Ohio State. Illinois is a two and a half point favorite. We're betting the Buckeyes, right? We're betting the Buckeyes. We're taking Georgia Tech in the eight and a half. We're taking Ohio State in the two and a half. And uh, what's the other ranked team? K-State. K-State is actually favored against Oklahoma, but we'll lay the two and a half. So there you have it. Uh, Mark's play of the night, by the way. Just we're going off the reservation a little bit here. San Diego State, Colorado State. Colorado State's lost two in a row. Mark's been following them closely. It's his wife's alma mater. He thinks they're a good team. They were ranked until this two-game skid. They're home tonight, laying two and a half against San Diego State. And you're laying the points, aren't you? I'm laying the points. All right. Good matchup between two Mountain West teams. That's our Trent Bally $3 special right there. I think our bets bets will be $7, unlike Trent's. We're going to bet his daily wage. 
Right. Can you guys give that to me one more time? I'm writing it down. Oh, our bets tonight? Yeah, your bet. Colorado State minus two and a half is mine. But David and I are taking Kansas State lane two and a half. They are the home team and they are not ranked. We are taking the Buckeyes plus two and a half against Illinois. And we are taking Georgia Tech plus eight and a half against the Tar Heels. Okay. I like it. We are staying away from Marquette and Villanova. Both teams are too inconsistent. Villanova somehow is favored at home against ninth-ranked Marquette. Mark, humor me for a quick second. Michigan State, 11.5-point favorites tonight against Michigan. Juwan Howard, it's on Peacock, 9 o'clock. Does Sparty cover? Yes. All right. I like it. Yes. Is Michigan having a bad enough season that he may get fired? Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. They've gotten worse every year since he's taken over. Right. This is not working. Not at all. You know, but – now, Harbaugh never had a year like this, but remember, you know, six years in, there was talk about, you know, this he's never going to be the guy. He's not going to get us over the hump. You know, what's our plan B? What are we going to do? And they reworked his contract, but, you know, they weren't keeping him because they really, really wanted to. They were keeping him because they felt like they didn't have another move yeah i don't think there's a coach that could have survived zero and six against ohio state other than harbaugh i mean you once you get to zero and four they, I, michigan would usually move on no i you're you're both on to something i just wonder you know howard's had some the, and so did harbaugh though harbaugh had some off the field issues he's gotten a little trouble for recruiting things uh, and some of his i mean they got inquiries by the ncaa which at michigan is something that doesn't happen and howard's had the incident with two other coaches Five games in the NBA tonight. The TNT double dip, 7.30 and 10. Indiana at Boston. Halliburton expected back for the Pacers. Philly at Golden State. Golden State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That screams no Embiid again. Two NHL games, both of them on NHL Network if you're a diehard. And uh, Columbus, St. Louis, Seattle, San Jose. So that'll do it. We'll do it all over again tomorrow morning. Thanks so much for listening. If you missed any of the show, you know where to download it.